Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up? It is 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we are going to be talking about South Dakota's judge uh, basically saying, nah, I'm not feeling this uh, this bill. Uh, let's see what else we're going to talk about. The half-legal cannabis trap in California and Marlboro is starting to lobby for cannabis sales in Virginia. So let's get into it. Hey, Mickey and Tom. Yeah. I am not a cat. I, I don't know how to turn on this this Zoom filter. So uh, lawyer cat filter is trending right now. And well, thank you so much for joining us on a lawyer cat filter episode on cannabis legalization news. Give us those likes and thumbs up. And then we have to talk about um, the news while I'm a cat. Also, if you're joining us, uh, thank you for watching us and not the impeachment. <laughs> oh, yeah. The impeachment. That is some must see TV right now. So uh, spicy. But- it's it's almost as spicy as the crap that came out of uh, South Dakota. Oh, they, my. The people said they want it. And then did you see that? This is exactly like what's happening in um, uh, what happened in Nebraska, where they had their constitutional amendment challenged as well. And so they've challenged their amendment here for the same purpose, like the single the single purpose clause. So the single purpose clause evidently wasn't fulfilled because they said, uh, the people shall legalize marijuana and hemp. And to recap that, it was over half the population voted for. Over half. The gov- governor said, hey, we're going to use your money to create a lawsuit <laughs> in the name of the police. That's right. That's right. In the name of the police, they they sue the state. The people say we want this. The government says, hang on, we know better than the people. And then the problem is, when you think about the single purpose, you know, the, the, they, it's supposed to be one question. They asked two. It's like yeah. we we are going to legalize marijuana and hemp. Why didn't they just say cannabis? All forms. Ooh. We're going to legalize all forms of cannabis. Guys, if you don't call the lawyer cat filter before you do the ballot initiative, you might get a legal challenge. And then it just goes to show, you know, it, it again, term, <laughs> term of art. This is the thing you talk about all the time where it's like this is a necessary thing that we have to figure out. You know, and, and as I like to say, the great paperwork, the great paperwork. That's Somebody right. effed up with one word. The Anne. Right. 
Why couldn't it just been one word? I don't know. But there is that thing going around right now. And if you're joining us for the lawyer cat filter, uh, that's fantastic. So this guy actually happened in um, Texas. And so in Texas, homeboy is um, uh, a lawyer is having a Zoom conference. And evidently what happened was uh, the lawyer had a filter just like this turned on and he had no idea how to turn it off. And he's saying, uh, Your Honor, I am not a cat. Uh, I am not. I am not a cat. But we did figure out how to do this. Uh, and I can turn myself into a human. Or uh, we could have anime, uh, cannabis legalization news. No, I'm going to be a cat for just a little bit more because <laughs> the cat is just so stupid. Share this with people that need to learn about cannabis news from a cat. That's like what question is, probably his daughter was on it first or something, right? That Filters don't just pop in by themselves. Right. And then not only that, uh, it was a, a judicial proceeding. And so whoever was able to record it was probably the judge. So the judge recording a, a lawyer that's like, I am not a cat, Your Honor. I am not a cat. Uh, and so then we, I was just at a, a section council meeting for the ISBA. And I'm like, huh. So this there, there's filters for Zoom conferences. <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder if I could be a cat on the show. Thanks Zoom's for a pretty powerful tool. I mean, they got great. You don't need a, a green screen for their background, so it is I, what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's the anime hour. Hey, so what about what's going on with Reddit forums turning into the cannabis sector? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do the Reddit forums <laughs> turning into awesome. the cannabis sector because uh, Reddit is now turning uh, the power of what it was doing with GameStop stock, like the ability to start buying up all the bids on a, on a price of stock to pop the uh, price. And it appears that they are now trying to do the same thing with uh, stocks, which I mean, like, you know, a lot of them, they're they're thinly traded. They're over the market. The floats no, the float's not that bad. We could pull up Cresco's stock and just go over it for a bit. Well, I've been getting like, we well, no. got a comment in the Instagram too about uh, they want to hear us talk about stocks. But my, my thing too is like what like for instance Cresco. We, you guys recently had that incident where somebody had to step down. Yeah, but like the thing you have to remember: before I was an anime character, I was a stockbroker. Before I was just a cat lawyer. I was a stockbroker, and um, and so I should do more content about. Um, oh yeah you know, pot stocks, especially and how to value them. But uh, I haven't been. And, and now that I'm getting into this area that I have to actually do more fundraising for the clients, I should get back into that, that type of content mode. But sure. um, well, it's really a hot topic because a lot of people want to invest in cannabis, but they're afraid. And they're also unaware because most of your cannabis investments are, have to be Canadian based. Am I correct? Uh, no, a lot of them are also OTC, over the counter. Okay. And so they just aren't listed on a legitimate exchange. And then a lot of people, a lot of institutions don't own the shares. And so there was just uh, some noise that was made, I think, from maybe Trulief, maybe Cresco. Somebody talked some institution into buying a fairly large brick of stock. And then um, that's that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And uh, so what in the Reddit, who are they trying to divert to? Did you uh, catch that? No, I, I didn't. But then, like, that's what Reddit is doing. Uh, they they use uh, the ability to, like, have all these people start buying things to drive up the price on stuff. And so, like, Cresco or, like, GTI or uh, Trulieve, those are some of the more thickly traded stocks. So they might not be doing it with those ones. They might be doing it with much smaller ones. Well, and I would hope not, too. This is my issue with the – anyways, the whole conversation is most people don't care how their hamburger is made. They don't care but when you look at some of these companies i bought they don't represent anything with the legacy markets they don't have any connection with the culture 
There's a lot of just, we are a business, which is fine, but acknowledge that, motherfucker. Just let me know right. that you're just a cold, heartless business that wants to be existence. Well, that's that's really why investors give you money is because they get it back. Yeah. They're well, like, how will I get the money back? How? <laughs> but, I mean, in the end, though, nobody's in this game for like being broke, right? Like, you know, the reason you'd why <laughs> you'd hope nobody's in the game for being broke. Yeah. Like I told you about when I went to that investor meeting and uh, I saw Vuber, which was a vape company, they were asking for six million. But I'm, I was intrigued about how to raise money. And if I were to raise money for, say, a media outlet that I wanted to invest in, you know, my endeavors. I was like, how do I convince you to give me five million or whatever it is that I'm trying to do? Their biggest thing was to have a uh, an out, you know, uh, plan. But it's kind of hard to have an out plan in this industry. You know what I mean? Well, At least if you're in it for the, the 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 championship of the plan, and you know, because this is going to be a long haul conversation. At least in my opinion, no matter what. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's why are you in the industry? And if you're in the industry because you love it, you know, yeah. But then you know you should you should be in the industry because it's a profit. I mean, you can be in the industry and love it and lose money, and then you shouldn't do that. Or you right. get in the industry and not have like enough. Uh, know how so like you start getting in a lot of debt and the you know your your price per pound is just too high to keep up with uh, the supply that'll start coming online in more and more years i mean eventually everywhere will be oklahoma right but the, the, i don't the, care what south dakota does yeah i mean that's the the ideal market that will happen in, in, in america right the pure capitalist uh, uh everybody has a chance but until we get to that point though you know there's just so much more to do state by state but again, we're at this transition too. Where high times started out by a smuggler. High times started out with a smuggler uh, with investment. Are you talking money now? We're talking. Uh, money. I, I'm talking money now. <laughs> That's fucking. Welcome awesome. to talking money on cannabis legalization news. <laughs> buy, buy high, buy low, sell high. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, this one I guess doesn't work. But I think um, a little cherry chick. But, oh, good. Yeah, none of this is okay. Money hair. There you go. That's money hair. But my, my point being is this 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 industry has started as the outlaw industry and now as we become more down the domino state by state it has to take that regulation form it has to take that grown-up version of contracts and and, and uh integrity for your brick and mortar and all this stuff sure. insurances it's any other industry that's worth 10 million dollars you just don't have a 10 million dollar industry there's ways that the investor gets paid back or the bank i mean there's there's ways that you protect yourself if you're going to be the one who's building that stuff out and then that's one of the reasons why you have like management that's in position and 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 you watch your books but it's it's a hard industry because you can't get banking you know, yeah. you get double taxed. And so you have to go vertical to try to offset, offset some of that double tax. And then you're regulated. Oh, my goodness. You're so regulated that you you have a cat lawyer. Uh, and then that lawyer cat uh, filter uh, helps you navigate this this maze that makes no effing sense. Right. But, you know, uh, what makes sense is what's happening in uh, uh, Virginia. no. No, Virginia doesn't make any sense. No, I'm talking about the the lobbying with Marlboro, though. Oh, let's bring up the uh, the news out of Virginia. 
Altria, the maker of Marlboro cigarettes, is lobbying on cannabis sales in Virginia. Lauren, can you uh, control plus that so we can uh, review the the uh, stuff beyond the banner article? So Lobbia, the parent company of Philip Morris USA, recently registered to lobby on cannabis in Virginia, where legalization bill backed by the governor is sailing through the legislature. Remember, that bill really doesn't allow for dispensaries until 2024. And sure, cannabis will be like legal, like a, a possession of an ounce like by mid-july but then where'd it come from right but then we have marble getting their foot in the door like this is what the problem with things are sometimes because big money is always going to have a chance to to take over the little guy's market but once it becomes like oklahoma overall i think then the craft for the americana will be a thing for us one day well, yeah. And so if it's Oklahoma, then there's innovation. So that's why you can get a weed smoothie down there. And mm. so the industry can move faster. You can it's it's easier for you to develop new products, but it's very difficult for you to create uh, overly expensive flour to just ridiculous like regulatory rigor so that you can maintain a limited market monopoly and the price stays high. Uh, once it becomes federally legal and that still might be a while. I mean, yeah. just um, oh, yeah. Given. We'll just put my cat thinking cap on. Uh, it still might be uh, five years. I was just on a committee call with other lawyers. And then, of course, they talked about the lawyer cat filter uh, at, that was trending. And, and I'm like, hmm. Uh, but oh, it works. The but the, the Senate, the Senate, uh, because now the Democrats in last year, the Safe Banking Act and also the uh, uh, the, the Moore Act both passed the, the House of Representatives. And so now because it's a uh, Democratic controlled Senate, the Senate is going to come out with some opinion pieces. So they're doing their speaking tour. They're listening to her, mm. reaching out to stakeholders. And they talk to uh, all the lobbyists that are big for the cannabis industry on the Hill. And now it seems like we're going to get some. Some type of guidance. But if we get uh, a version of the Safe Banking Act passed, uh, maybe they aren't going to go full more act. But if you can reschedule it down to three, then I believe that takes care of the IRC 280E problem. Hmm. Um, well, I think so. But I'd have to review IRC 280E. Uh, it's the trafficking in a controlled substance. But okay. I think it only applies to Schedule 1 and Schedule 2 because cocaine is in Schedule 2. And the guy who was, de- you know, alleging that he was allowed to deduct his cocaine operations was a cocaine guy. And so I'm assuming that's why it was cut off at two. But I could be wrong. I'd have to recheck IRC 280E to see if it's any controlled substance that you're trafficking in illegally or if it's only Schedule 1, Schedule 2 stuff. Right. But if you look at it, I mean, there's also real case scenarios of like how legalization is going to be a long and painful process like Washington State. Yeah. Washington nope. State. Uh, let me tell you about Washington State's cannabis program. Aren't they still trying to limit the potency in Washington State? So these jackasses in their infinite wisdom. You have to, uh, you know, say these jackasses and then say the name of the jackasses because we are still a podcast. And for the people joining us on the podcast, I apologize for saying the words like and subscribe for a bit. And you're probably wondering why I'm saying that I'm a lawyer cat filter because like that, if you're watching this, it's like, oh, my God, that's a lawyer cat. Yo, I honestly, dude, I got no shame in chasing SEO and hashtags and whatnot. Right. There's no shame in our game. So, so, so it's about what you want. But yeah, I mean, look at this. So this is about to go through our gaming committee. And this is a a bill by some legislatures. I don't have them uh, offhand in my head, but this is to uh, addressing serious mental health consequences of high potency cannabis products by regulating the sale of cannabis concentrates like 
So you're telling me since 2012, we've had an increase of like mass hysteria? No. Oh my and even before that, because we had medical from 2002. Well, not only that, when was BHO? Remember, uh, we had the guy, guy from Great Moments in Weed History podcast on, and he gave us the history of BHO, which really wasn't isolated into the 70s because it was yeah. cheaper to use, you know, butane, uh, not in the safest conditions, to strip out all the, the plant material and have oil that you could then more easily be surreptitious. Is that what it means when you're trying to make sure that something is secretive? And oh, so yeah. that you could then uh, smuggle the product way more effectively. And you could you'd be, have a I mean, you don't have to worry about spoilage. You don't have to worry about the, the weed that, that the pound of weed that becomes how many how many grams of uh, BHO do you get from a pound of good weed? 20 percent THC nuggets. That's the question for cannabis legalization news. That's a really good question because, you know, this is a, a medicine question, right? Because some people need concentrates. Some people need that high dosage. Other people like me can just smoke flour all day, like literally all freaking day. But we're going to be smoking flour here in a little bit, like three more minutes. It's 420 somewhere. <laughs> smoke some with your cat. Damn right. <laughs> oh, well, I tell you, I can't believe that 2021 allows you to do a live show on the Internet with a cat filter and, and lawyers don't know how to turn that off. Uh, dude, there's so much to the everything, right? Like we're we've been ahead of the game because we've been doing this for two years ahead. As far as like the Zoom constant conference, trying to get our message out, and now you got all these other YouTube cannabis people. Everybody's got podcasts, anyways. Everybody has a podcast. <laughs> uh, that's all. That's all that the quarantine did was give everybody a podcast. Yeah. Oh. Well, and then what about this new weed group that's popping up? Thank uh, you, Aaron Zeman. Uh, somebody somebody thinks that they can answer the question of how much does a good high quality pound of nuggets of approximately 20 percent thc create of bho 60 grams per pound follow aaron because he knows because he sells seeds from hawaii and he served time and i know know you aaron and he and he uses it medicinally so i think he goes through some some bho or some uh, some concentrated extract i'd imagine so dude Mm -hmm. Uh, any i mean Man, that's just when you talk about the medicine and, and the variety of people who need it and how much they take, it's very disheartening when I <laughs> I'm sorry, we're having a legitimate discussion. Yeah, always be yourself. If you can't I'll be yourself. Be, be who, who should you be if you can't be yourself? Be Boba Fett. Be Boba Fett. <laughs> if I bounce my head. Dude, that's a really good fucking filter though. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. You know, if I'm ever, if we ever need to have a guest on the show that needs anonymity, I'll be Ooh. like, I have just the thing for you. If you guys want to do this yourself, it's called the Snap Camera um, software, and so I downloaded it for my Mac, and then it creates like a new camera on your um, on your camera list. And so, like, I have my webcam that I'm using, and it says webcam, and it says Snap Cam, and you can. Yeah, but that's something we could do. If we ever had like a guest on that was like, oh, I don't want to go on record. I'm like, don't worry about it. We'll have you be Bubba Fett. Hey, you know what time is? Holy crap. I said smoke some with your cat and I meant it. Let's hit it. (laughs) Just a little bit of catnip. Just a little catnip. What is in catnip? 
Cat piss is a strain from, uh, it's an old school strain. So I don't think cat piss has really been around since like maybe 91. Well, of course it has been, but like cat piss's heyday was maybe 91. And mm. like, uh, the future cannabis product or project, shout out to them. They're an awesome channel. Go subscribe. Uh, they did have a video about the history and origins of cat piss. And James Loud was there and some other guy. One of the guys who purportedly actually was the, the, the guy who made it was there. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. I'm rolling catnip too. <laughs> nice. Rolling that catnip. So what else we got going on? Well, we have a lot of news. Let's go to the next story. New weed group tries desperate. to unify desperate caption factions. And so are disparate as opposed to desperate cannabis factions. The U.S. Cannabis Council includes a wide range of people, mostly with an industry focus. Ah, yes. I remember this. I saw people that said that they were part new of this new uh, cannabis faction committee. Hey, let's zoom in. I can't really read what it says on there. I, I understand the ALO uh, ad. Yeah. I, I get those all the time. I just, some of their pants are in this cat's um, dryer. I just can't wait. But anyway, uh, there are already less than five national trade groups. There are already at least five national trade groups seeking to influence cannabis policy on Capitol Hill. What's another one, right? In addition, there are longstanding marijuana legalization advocacy groups like Normal and Marijuana Policy Project, as well as lobbyists and individuals, yada, yada. As Congress focuses more attention on cannabis policy, some have pointed out the lack of unity could hold back the legalization efforts, because that's what you want to do when you are having uh, an effort for legalization. You want to have solidarity and be unified. But uh, let's see, who is in it? It's the Alliance for Cannabis Commerce, uh, Cannabis Trade Federation, US, a cannabis company, a Canadian cannabis company, Canopy Growth, uh, Acreage Holdings, uh, Cresco, um, serves as the National Cannabis Chair of the Roundtable, Columbia Care, Curaleaf and Ease, Powerhouse Cannabis Law Firms, Vincente Cedarberg, and the Veterans Cannabis Project are their founding members. Um, well, sounds like again. a lot of old white money, dude. Noticeably, yes, and uh, yeah, not not only is it old white money, it is um, it's the hegemony players that are currently there. It's the people yeah. that if they're the monopolies, they're the limited market players, they're the stocks that you can buy in short. Uh, okay, on, and, and okay. Minority Cannabis Business Association, the NCIA, the National Cannabis Industry Association, also Normal and the DPA, the Drug Policy Alliance, all of which have been guests on the show. Big shout out to all of them. Thank you so much. Uh, they've, uh, you know, they they were noticeably missing. Well, that's disconnect, right? Big money thinks, okay, we're gonna get everybody together because we got big money. Whereas That's right. the people who've been doing it for years suffered, been through prison, whatever. Uh, but the regulated, that guy's market, that guy's game, that overregulated game where you are an operator in like an Illinois or a New Jersey or a New York, however regulated it's going to be, it creates that uh, very, very corporate top down. It has to be at least a hundred million dollar enterprise simply because like, otherwise you're just not going to be able to keep up with all the regulatory hurdles for compliance. They're going to throw at you. And that's one of the reasons why they might build all these uh, premium indoor grows because they think that they're going to control the supply of producers and also of cannabis so much that $3,000 a pound weed is here to stay. Can you give me a sad face? I just want to see if you do the whole puss in boots thing. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. I would love if those eyes just glossed over, dude. That'd be so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Let me just see if there's a sad face. 
<laughs> that would be so dope. Just put a little like panhandle, like, please like and subscribe to us. Please. <laughs> Please like and subscribe to us. Okay, this this is not a good filter. What about this bad face filter? Also not a great one. Um, it's hang like on. It's you. Ah, oh, it's oh, there you go. You see, that's the problem. Like, you know, I just searched for sad face. How about this one? Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's fun, you know. Yeah. But let's, oh, let's good, do man. another story. Which one would you like to hit? Oh, here we go. Minnesota lawmakers seeks changes to let medical cannabis patients get gun permits. Finally, we have some good news. Uh, You know, that's one of the biggest things and biggest hurdles that people always say they don't want to give up their their Second Amendment rights to be able to access their medicine. And I go, well, look, you also have a Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. And so why are they saying that you need to violate your Fifth Amendment right so that you can also demonstrate, which I would say is in the penumbra of privacy, your ability to treat yourself medicinally how you would like to. And that kind of autonomy over your body, especially when it's with such a non-harmful subject substances, cannabis, eh, to me, that that carries weight. But um, not everybody sees it that way. You know who's missing out of that conversation? No. NRA. Well, that's the problem. And so there's a form, an ATF form. And that ATF form requires you to check a box that says whether or not you smoke weed. And very often that form is then just copied by uh, a particular state. And so that federal form, that's for like licensed gun shows, not gun shows. That's that's the gun show loophole. Licensed gun retailers. So it's very difficult, if not impossible, for a marijuana user to legally buy a firearm. But still, if, if, if an organization cared about its real people and rights, they'd be fighting this issue. They would be showing up and saying, hey, by the way, it's a right. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, I think they're out there like this. They're like, we're moving to Texas. <laughs> See you later, New York. The NRA is Audi 5000. That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is um, this is great, but uh, let's let's do another story. You know, it sucks that uh, cannabis and um, guns intersect like that, and that's another reason why we need to legalize it. Yeah, no, 100%. And we got from marijuana moment. Legal marijuana is more popular than Joe Biden. 15 minimum wage or rejoining climate agreement. (laughs) Yeah, but that's pretty easy to do. You know, it's pretty easy to be more popular than the president. No, always every year, no matter what year it is. But again, it's like when you see an article that says this cannabinoid, this marijuana does this for medicine. And you're like, no fucking shit. No shit. Yeah, it's called an endocannabinoid system. That's why it works. It's called I haven't OD'd in over 20 years as I've been smoking and advocating we're still waiting for willie nelson to die yep he's doing the long-term research willie nelson and cheech and chong are and then of course uh dr grinspoon did pass now he was 92 he could have just been old (laughs) that's probably it (laughs) when your data when your data isn't like because like cigarettes that's pretty conclusive. That shit will murder your ass in about four decades uh, or less, you know, depending on how much you smoke. Uh, heroin, heroin, you can go over on the edge on that. Who knows when you're going to be out, you know? Mm. Um, but the funny thing weed? about cigarettes, yeah, never weed. Uh, you know, I saw a thing about cigarettes where um, I saw somebody asking a question about, like, why is it smoke breaks are accepted? 
And it's not really so much smoke breaks are accepted, but cigarettes used to be an accepted thing in the workplace all the time. Like they, in were, the given, place. they were like, like you were in the military. If you would have served 20 years earlier, would you have gotten a ration of cigarettes? Dude, they have ashtrays in the birthing. Like there was different, they, they allotted for it. And so how the world you know, worked around and accommodated for smokers was here's your 15 minute break a day right. or every other hour. <laughs> Some people I know. Yeah. And then, but then people would die at 65. And so that's, again, that's one of the things everybody's like, why should we raise the retirement age? Because when we made it, we all smoked and we lived in 1930s doctor nothing land. So yeah. if you got any type of problem or illness, you died. And so now that's not how it is. You know, people live into their 80s and 90s or beyond that. 65. <laughs> What about the uh, the inside story of the Trump pardon gone wrong? Oh, my gosh. The Trump pardon gone wrong. Uh, let's zoom in on this one, which this person was not released. That is Luke Scarmozo. Go ahead. It's, uh, oh, sure. Yeah. So Luke uh, was arrested during the uh, when California was at the prime of uh, uh, cannabis uh, stores, dispensaries, pot shops. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luke was raided conducting a legal business in the state at the time. Uh now he's been denied again. I think this is the third time he's been denied. And the reason why he's been denied is because the prosecutor involved got involved. Same reason for Lance Glore. Lance Glore was prosecuted by Vince Lombardi Jr. Oh God. Grandson of Vince Lombardi, the great coach. And for whatever reason, this guy has a hard enough for Lance Glore and will stop him every time he gets a chance to have a release. It's, this is part of the issue that uh, he doesn't like the guy. That's like such personal prejudice and caprice that you are not supposed to really have in a nation of laws. It's not supposed to be one guy going, nah, you deserve, you deserve. Yeah. No, and, and for I'm Luke, in your life. Yeah. And for Luke, the reason why the, I think the prosecutor stepped up and he's got a bad rep is because he was a good businessman making a lot of money. He was also a pretty good rapper who came out with a pretty good uh, uh, rap song video. Uh, in this video, he talks about, I'm a businessman doing business, man. Right. And just mocking the courts and the feds. And it was a well done video, but certain aspects he could have probably edited out. But again, it shouldn't be a thing used against him. It was, it was art. It was his coming out type thing. You know, it, it was ridiculous. So that's part of the reason why that guy stopped. And then also the, the, this activism thing, the, the people negotiating behind the scenes, not everybody's on the same page. Not everybody has the same people in mind, the same effort. And if you follow Weldon's story, a man who served time, he's got a lot to say about things he's experienced. Um, right. On. I, huh? So right on, man. Speaking of uh, business, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a client of mine, Empire Direct. If you go there to Empire Direct and get some of their qualities, CBD and Delta 8 THC products and drop in the code Tom H. 25, uh, I think you get 20 or 25% off your order. So head on over to Hempire Direct, uh, stock up on some Delta 8 CBD. Uh, well, Delta 8 CBD, kind of. It is, it's THC, but it's derived from CBD and hemp. Therefore, it's legal. And uh, it will still be available in its cartridge form for a little bit. But that you is- only have a couple months left before the cartridges go away. And that is Tom, T H O M, 25? Uh, yeah. Yeah, my my anime my anime self, uh, my anime self spells it with an H, and so that's why the coupon code at Empire Direct is Tom with an H, and then another H, twenty five. T H O M H two five for the for the audio people only. 
For the audio people, yeah. If they if they buy from Empire Direct and they want a coupon code, T H O M H two five. Help us help you. Well, you know, Delta is interesting. It's an interesting product, and so um, I like that I have some clients that are in that game, uh, and 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 there's going to be some regulatory change that's going to happen with the uh, the mailing ban that's going to become effective at the about the April first, and then there's going to be some list making because somebody will just keep selling that cart. I know it because then other people are going to stop. So there's huge market segments there. uh, And then you're going to start getting it rejected out of the mail. And then you might actually get on a list that the attorney general then turns it over to your state's attorney general. And then you might get a knock at the door. Well, and speaking of carts, I think we should talk about the raid that happened in L.A. that uh, they actually had vapes in a legal state confiscated for sale. That's, so, that's uh, something for the lawyer cat filter. I mean, like when you have to talk about like, cannabis law is perfect fodder for lawyer cat filter because none of it makes sense. And you're like, well, why is that lawyer cat talking? <laughs> because it's about cannabis. Oh, OK. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, there was a, a downtown raid that yielded seven point one million in counterfeit goods. And amongst those goods were the vape cartridges, along with guns and all the other bad stuff. But the vape thing is what kills me. So you're in a legal state, California, selling vapes, hopefully not to stores because hopefully there's that checks and balances there's that uh you know you're getting it from a reputable uh, seller right right? these guys are probably selling them online ebay whatever people think they're getting a california address and it's got to be legit if we haven't learned anything from the acetate the vape gate is get it from a known processor Correct. Like that's why you're not supposed to have these these types of products made on the street. You're supposed to have these type of products made with a, a license, and they're easy to get. Like in Illinois, you can get a hemp processor's license easily. Can you get a THC's processor's license? No, it's too effing hard. And because of that, then you see all this illicit stuff. The illicit the market doesn't go away simply because your state decided to adopt the the model of cannabis legalization that allows only large mega state operators that have like a billion dollar market cap to supply your state with weed. It doesn't. Yeah. Guaranteed your legal market is not using vitamin E acetate as the uh, carrier for the oil. So that's what you need to be looking out for because God forbid anybody gets the burn lung as an asthmatic. I'm scared of shit to smoke the wrong thing. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And those, the the vape cart ban is going to be real. I mean, like it's not a ban on vape carts. They're still there. It's just that you're going to mostly be buying them from brick and mortar stores uh, as you're not going to be able to mail them as you are right now as easily. Well, but if you go to a known reputable, like Hemp Direct, right? Somebody yeah. that that's a business that this is what we're. Do not go through the dark web. Do not go through no. Alibaba or any of these other just offshoot websites. Go to somebody that's known or reputable, please. Yeah, I mean it's it's something else. Another uh, this is a police raid in downtown L.A. warehouse yielding millions of dollars of counterfeit goods. You know that's what the uh, highly regulated market really does. It allows for counterfeiting of goods because you're not allowing additional players to get in and offload their wares, and so they're going to try to make knockoffs because that's all they can do. Well, in regulated goods is good because, like, it's a safe access. Like, uh, I don't know if you, you saw the video that our friend Luke did, but he bought cookies labels off of Amazon. Like, no shit with barcodes and everything. They look stellar with those seals and everything. 
Wow. Like you can buy cookies stuff on Amazon. Yeah. You can buy their labeling packaging and make it look like you are that product. But again, this is why you have to go to the source and buy it from a proper source. And cookies is a filter on Snapchat. Can you believe that? I have a cookies filter on Snapchat. Oh yeah, I believe that. I think I probably mine too. Being a lawyer cat filter, I can also be a, I can be a a a cookie head. I can. (laughs) That's awesome. Then I can also just be cookies. I think that works. It's 2021, man. Get with the future. Speaking of the future, you know, New Jersey just lowered the penalties for uh, psilocybin possession. Psilocybin possession. New Jersey lowers penalties for psilocybin possession. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy signed some legislation reducing the penalties for possession of psilocybin mushrooms from a third-degree crime to disorderly personally offense. I am in full favor of that. Uh, I don't know if it should be a disorderly personal offense. I think it would be a nice oh. business model for there there to be like, uh, and and if you agree with the you know lawyer cat filter on this one, feel free to smash those likes and uh, hit the subscribe bell if you haven't done that yet. Um, you should have the ability to open a mushroom uh, guide business, and so like one of the things you don't necessarily want to do too many mushrooms or, or any hallucinogen, and you also don't want to do them without like an adult. You know, somebody that's going to be there just in case something goes wrong. Why isn't that a thing? I don't know, but I got I'm, I'm going through the comments here and somebody uh, if they I'm, I'm guessing and I don't know. I, I see this a lot in our comments and I don't understand why. But this guy says if they allow comments on this, I would post what I was trying to say and have it send in parts. Send like, part. <laughs> we don't stop comments unless it's like spam or whatever. We'll take I'll take the bait. I'll talk to anybody about anything against if you're if you have to argue against what I have to say, but we we don't debate or we don't uh, delete comments. All I have to say. Well, you know, we we try to make sure that we don't get deleted from a channel. I, I realize well, they are. Well, YouTube is way less threatened by lawyer cat filter than it is by. Um, here's how you legally get a cannabis license, uh, simply because one of them uh, is not a federal crime and one of them, unfortunately, still is. Yeah, I got nothing. To I was about to say, is it really a federal crime? But yes, it literally is still a federal crime. Literally, even no matter what legal state we're in. I don't care if a lawyer that's also a cat tells you that cannabis is still a crime. It's literally still a crime. It is a schedule one substance under federal law right now. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's why the those other guys, those other lawyers that got uh, viral, the, the pot law brothers. Pot law brothers. Yeah, because uh, you get pulled over. Shut the fuck up. You're like, why did you pull me over, officer? <laughs> my eyes a little red. Do my eyes look a little red to you, officer. I'm sorry. Am I free to go? <laughs> Shit, man. Well, then I'm going to shut the fuck up. Oh, my goodness. What else yeah. is going on? I don't know. Do we have any other news stories this week, Lauren? Nah, we good. Oh, we are. All right. Well, uh, hopefully I'll be able to make a couple new uh, stories for other stuff. I haven't gotten to film anything, but then it's been quiet. So hopefully, yeah, I'll I'll film some stuff soon. Look out, folks, for my interview with Adela Wisdom coming out. Uh, We talk about her just got done with a case in Missouri. She's I mean, not done. All she had was a meeting like. The, the, the process is so fucked up when you're in the system. She's still facing uh, prosecution for something that happened two years ago. So justice is not swift. It's not timely. Nor is uh, it cheap. Nor is it cheap. And that's what she's asking, too. Is there's any lawyers in Missouri, a legal medical state where she was raided. She needs help. And so the video is coming out soon. 
though. Yeah. And then I'm, I have one in the can that I need to cut up about cannabis licenses. I should do some more about cannabis consulting and one about cannabis stocks. I really mm-hmm. should do more about those, about how you can actually use, you know, some type of fundamental analysis as if you wanted to invest in them, as opposed to just speculate because the, the bros on um, Reddit are going to pop the price on whatever particular stock. And remember, yeah, this, this, this may be a lawyer cat filter, but I'm not a cat. <laughs> But I think you're right, though. You should be more. You are the one doing more videos on stocks, banking, being that was your niche. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be doing more videos on smoking utensils. (laughs) You do that. That's my niche. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. I I will take my critique. God damn it. Yep. Hey, uh, and if you have been joining us, I do want to tell you that you should go subscribe to us on Roku. We are Cannabis Legalization Network on Roku. And then, of course, on any particular uh, podcast provider, Audible, Apple Podcasts, maybe not Spotify. No, we're on Spotify. Also Spotify. Uh, if you Google Cannabis News, let's see where we come up. Uh, I bet it's pretty, pretty highly. We are on the front page last time. Uh, you know, if we are for cannabis legalization news, oh, that's something that people should do. They should head over to cannabis legalization news where we're result th- three and our YouTube channel is actually result four on it. Uh, go over to cannabis legalization news or cannabis industry lawyer and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, and then that'll keep you on top of where things are going. Uh, I'm looking forward to the dispensary round in Georgia this spring. Mm. Uh, rules. Oh, my gosh. South Dakota is basically for cocked. You know, there ain't not going to be no licenses in South Dakota anytime soon. No, Hopefully but- Mississippi is going to stay on schedule. Yeah, but, you know, the thing about South Dakota, and this is where I come in play, because I had looked forward to contributing more stories about people. Like, so, you know, along this coming up year, I'll be able to contribute more to CLN News on the website. Yeah, we are actually going to be relaunching that. I keep asking people that are building it where it's at, and it'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and once it does, we might not be able to handle traffic. Trust me. Uh, well, SEO ninja, yeah. dude. I understand, but you still have to be able to put uh, the content out. And so to put mm-hmm. the content out, like I need to hire a, a content writer because like a, a state has a thing. And then I'll be like, go get that regulation. I need this. We're going to create an outline that we're going to use to do the applications and also create the content. And most people are like, what? <laughs> like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Have you ever read like 50 pages in a day and then written 25 pages on it? Mm. And that's that's one of the skill sets that they really kind of teach you in law school is here's a uh, here's 100 pages and then give me 10 pages on it by uh, tomorrow. What you know about West Virginia? Uh, West Virginia has got. Yeah, they have news. They're moving in West Virginia. I, I realize that it's cold and there's still COVID, but they handed out and they awarded license all license types, I believe. So mm. not just cultivation, but also your retail. And so they're moving forward. Um it takes time to build these things. And, and it's also the dead of February. Like right now I have to go uh, check my parents' place. Cause they went to Florida like a normal person. Uh, and I'm, I'm in the tundra. Like right now it is, it's so ugly with where I'm at. And like, it gets worse. It is so cold out there. Yeah, no, dude, we're hit, we're going to hit our storm tomorrow and Thursday for Saturday. So fingers crossed. Uh, I talk to you Saturday. Cause we're going to pre-record. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, Lauren's got an idea for how to wrap up the show, and I think it's pretty darn good. Uh, who has questions for Miggy and uh, Lawyer Cat Filter? There we go. No, we got to take a little Q&A, little Q&A to round out the show because we it's a little early. It's only uh, 240. 
And so we can get another. Uh, yeah, get your questions regarding cannabis into us, and we'll be back in about. Uh, what does this take? Like five seconds? Pretty much. Yeah, five. Up, up. Uh, we both hit the same button. Get cut. Oh, Georgia. We got a question from Georgia. Let's do Georgia. What's updating Georgia? We're from Florida. Updating Georgia is we, uh, there's people, people just put in their applications for the cultivation application. The cultivation application for class one and class two, there was only six total license, total garbage. And so, uh, they had two styles. They have your class one, your tier one and your tier two. Your tier one is a hundred thousand square foot cultivation space. Uh, that required a $1.25 million bond. And then your tier two is a $50,000 square foot cultivation space that required a $625,000 bond plus full application applications uh, competitive and then uh acreage no true leaf true leaf threw a wrench in it to get an extra month to put their application together which was pretty freaking lame if you ask me they yeah. could have just called me i would have done it for them uh, but whatever and so um uh, that's going to be coming up in georgia so i need to have somebody pull the georgia regulations so we can start putting together the dispensary application uh and, and it's still too restrictive, you know, lobby, get more. I mean, like yes. Georgia's Georgia has a pretty decent. Um, I thought they like we we could do an episode about the qualifying conditions just to make mm-hmm. sure that they have uh, the, the right type of pain and also PTSD. But uh, keep keep hope alive in Georgia. I mean, like get involved yeah. with uh, Atlanta normal. Uh, that would be really great if, if Atlanta yes. normal stepped up. Dave asked if it would be free to grow hemp as a citizen, I guess. I don't think so. I think you're still you're going to need a USDA permit for at least the foreseeable future. What if I'm going to grow hemp just to smoke for my personal use? No, that's the Wicker v. Frilburn case from 1941, which was reaffirmed by the Supreme Court and the Gonzalez v. Rage case from 2005. Uh, it does not matter. Your personal supply of wheat in the Rickard and Filborn case versus your personal consumption of a cannabis seed specifically from California that was going specifically to one particular patient was still found to be interstate as opposed to intrastate commerce. Uh, and therefore, it's it sucks that you would not be able to uh, cultivate any hemp for personal use unless you have that license. Yeah, but but hemp's federally technically illegal, right? As far as the farm. So is wheat. So is wheat. And so that was the Wickard v. Filmer case from the 40s where this farmer was growing personal wheat and they found that that actually impacted that personal wheat for some reason, impacted the market price of wheat. And so they were able to regulate even that that stuff for, for consumption. It was the expansion of the Commerce Clause to its fullest extent in the 20th century. Oh, by the way. I am not a cat. This is just the lawyer cat filter. If you're joining us and you're like, wow, that's a lot of constitutional law. That's right. Give us those thumbs up and subscribe to it because that's what we do here at Cannabis Legalization News. What just it's just what a hypocrisy that I can I can I looked. I can buy Amazon tobacco seeds, Amazon and plant and grow if I smoke tobacco, but I can't buy hemp. That's just that's just sad, man. You can. You just have to get a license. And it's not like a, it's not the most difficult thing in the world to get a license to grow hemp. I mean, in Illinois, it's quite easy to get a license to grow hemp. It'll become a little bit more difficult once the USDA regulations get involved, but it still won't be impossible. You know, they have to make it accessible. I uh, I want to report a case of child abuse here. Audrey, take care of your girls. Oh, yeah. It's cold. 
Those little girls are cold. Now that's yeah, it's freezing in Illinois too. It's it's bad. Hey, how about the Wisconsin situation? What about this? Red Pill uh, likes to know how the fast Wisconsin situation will go in 2023. Not very, not very fast uh, because you need to have a bill, and that bill needs to be sponsored by legislatures. That's not the governor. The governor can't say I'm going to do this and put it in my budget. Uh, I mean, he can, but then he needs to work with the people that are in the House and the Senate in Wisconsin to create a bill that then has a reasonable shot of passing. Yeah. And again, like who I, I realize that a lot of Republicans watch the show. Of course, maybe now they don't because of the cat lawyer filter. But um, South Dakota wasn't it wasn't a liberal governor that filed suit to overturn the cannabis uh, legalization that the people voted for. It was a Republican. It's 97% of Republicans in Congress voted against cannabis legalization. So if you have a champion Democrat in Wisconsin, get that move to just well, get not it. only that uh, their their house i don't think is democratic controlled uh, so it's just something that the republicans in uh, that 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 chamber of government in wisconsin can just say no and so yeah. i don't think that the, it's gonna it's a no starter unless it has a bill unless they have people that are actually going to sponsor it and that's yeah that's another frustrating thing about the process right because if you have one party in charge they don't have to hear uh, your bill, even though you got a majority signature from the population, because then you have to get that population to pressure that majority party, which is ridiculous or unfortunate, rather. Yeah. Uh, Karina Kay says she's asking if schedules cannabis still schedule one. And yeah, honey, it's been schedule one still. Right. Sorry. It's I mean, one day I like I like the 440 fishing question. Ohio status cold. Ohio's cold. Probably snowy. <laughs> They got medical, though, and I believe there are some things going through. Hmm? Uh, Let's let's hope. Let's hope because it's not the best medical and it's also a fairly conservative state. And so the conservative states just really have not been on board with uh, liberalization of cannabis laws. Well, maybe we shouldn't call it the liberalization. Maybe we should call uh, the reinforcement of criminal justice programs and enforcement of laws uh, reform. What are you talking about? Legalizing it. But seriously, though, it's like we know all Republicans aren't against it, but yet the ones in charge, the the people in power, it's like, show me on a doll where cannabis hurts you and we can get this figured out. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) what? You weren't cuddled? I don't know. Seriously, like show me on a doll where cannabis touched you. And then also these are the ones that really need the most cannabis education. Like they know that they they just know that it's bad. It's crime. That's it. That's the, the what they know is not even a fact. It's just a conclusion. You know, and no, it's, just, it's, it's an erroneous, wrong conclusion. And so that's, that's the end of their analysis is just it just goes to show they should not be in charge. Jason Kaufman is asking about Texas. Texas status. Yeah. Uh, Texas. Hopeful. I mean, like they actually have a bill. I can be like, there's a bill there. Uh, and so there's a couple of bills that are are in Texas. But then uh, Texas freedom, love and Republicans, hopefully, uh, uh, will vote for it because, you know, it, that's kind of how it's going to have to be unless this becomes a bipartisan issue, uh, at least a bipartisan issue, not necessarily for voters, but for legislature, yeah. it's not really going to move that fast. James Rice put that for Ohio. It's the Ohio 2022 adult use. 
Yeah, check that out. And he also says uh, the situation in Ohio, besides cold in February, is uh, Ohio added $100 million to the prison's budget for low-level, nonviolent crimes. Lock them up. So yeah. that slogan is kind of Ohio's M.O., that's oh man we still have so much work to do again the exit plan i will always be doing this shit like no matter like <laughs> the podcast writing whatever i can do to i i think i i piss off aren't right you now. gonna be out of business after it's legal yeah that's it after after everybody can get into the cannabis industry they won't need a lawyer that's you, you got it yeah well and again uh the injustice the outright shame the non the the regulation still needs to get refined to where it works right uh the answer to this question sndl went to the moon should i sell or hold and will it go up more you need to consult the price of that stock to see if it is uh still well priced or if it's overpriced according to that analysis that you should be doing on your stocks prior to buying them Uh, and if it's overpriced and you've gotten a good return and you would no longer pay that price for that stock you should sell it and again go back down to the price that you buy it at I think that's one of the stocks being manipulated by Reddit as well. So you got to be cautious, right? Like the GameStop thing that happened with a lot of diehards. Let's blow this up. Uh, but people were going to pull out and people got hurt eventually. So the same thing can happen here. You just yeah. can't. Yeah. The prices of things just don't go up. They yeah. don't. And then the, the, what was your reason for buying it? How much was it priced at when you bought it? What's it priced at now? You know, what was your strategy going into this? Is Pennsylvania going to wreck legal? I hope so. Will they ruin it or will they actually have uh, recreational legality? They should. Now, that's something we should find out. What happened to SB 350 now that Senator Dalen Leach is no longer there? Uh, who reintroduced that? What, is, what SB is it called now? I know that they still want to go for it and legalize it. Uh, they do have a much more uh, evenly split house of legislature and because of that they have been running into opposition from the republicans and i think well pennsylvania too their uh, lieutenant governor the champion who's been hanging both a marijuana flag and in the rainbow flag off the uh capital mm-hmm. he wants to run for governor so yep you know, you know power to these guys out there well, they need to they need to win the house then too, and they need to have a plan for like how they're going to actually legalize it. And if they're going to actually legalize it, you know, I really hope that they go more along the lines of what Michigan's done as opposed to what Illinois's done. Uh, I mean, you don't have to go full Oklahoma. That's just kind of too much for people. They just yeah. can't accept that. But you can do it in a way that you're going to not have it be completely rigged and off limits to anybody who doesn't have 50 million dollars. Well, they were talking about that craft grow where you could be a small grower and go into the system. They just got to create that type of regulatory infrastructure. Yeah. From what they said, like that sounded like you could open up a cultivation license uh, in Pennsylvania for like half a million, like something reasonable, you know, and uh, and it wasn't necessarily the largest operation. Like a class A license in Michigan is only 500 plants, you know. And what? Oh, I'm just the fact that you say half a million is reasonable for a business. I know it is. I honestly know, like, you have to have uh, lots of revenue. You pay for brick and mortar, you pay for bills, lights, everything. But watching it from the idealist period, like the Oklahoma model that was out here in Washington, man, the, 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 the model was can you afford to rent on this building in this room? That yeah. was the model back then. 
Well, that's that's the that's a good way to do it. But, you know, it's going to be a model that is a team based sport and that you actually have to understand that this is a this is an industry this is the business and businesses have access to capital needs. And hopefully one day it's actually going to be an access to capital that you can get. And that's why I think the Safe Banking Act is going to be the thing that will actually get done in 2021. Yeah. And, and big marijuana is going to be not you just there's no legalization is not going to hurt big marijuana. Like it hasn't hurt big liquor. It hasn't, you know, it's not hurting bars. You know, there's a culture, there's a need out there that can eventually peak, stabilize, and then become just the broccoli of everything that we do. That's right. And if you guys like that, keep tuning in because we'll keep doing the reports until we have actually cannabis legalization news at the federal level. Again. Damn right. Damn right. Let's wrap it up and get out of here, man. I got weed to smoke. You got weed to smoke. It's fantastic. All right. Should we roll the credits? <laughs> All right. All right.